You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects that all of us, including our leader in this department, love to frolic about in our free time. Our leader, Peter Vera, loves to frolic. He's a frolicker. Don't listen to him. Frolics. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you want to help support the show, keep those generators running in the Wayne Manor study and join the uh others that have joined patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Much appreciated, everyone who has uh thrown some support through that website. Now, thank you for listening to episode 188. Dreadful birthday, dear Joker. Joining me for this discussion, he's a man whose voice you've heard on this show quite a few times. He is the CEO of J. Yaws Incorporated. He is the uh, J. of Yaws. It is Sir J. Yaws. Hello, J. Welcome back to the Batman Book Club. I'm not only the owner of yes. J. Yaws Incorporated, <laughs> I'm also a member. Hey, all right. You, you've got your card. I don't know what that means. But... <laughs> I don't either, but it yeah, carries what? some weight. Um, I was trying to think real quick because I was... It's so funny to me how fast time moves by. And I was like, the last time that you were on was way for me, right? Yes. And that yes. was August. It really Jeez. felt like, oh, he was, I think he was on here in November. This was, that was pretty soon. Yeah. And then I started to backtrack. I'm like, yeah, it didn't oh, feel like <laughs> that long ago, but yeah, that was yeah. the end of summer of 2023. Holy crap. This is wild. It's yeah. wild. Time is a meaningless construct i've said it before and yeah. i'll say it again time yep. is meaningless we just keep on moving next next thing we know you'll be on again and i'm like jay seriously like this you were just on and he's like ryan it's 2025 yeah. <laughs> let's like, oh let's, yeah let's hope it didn't take that long but then again no. i mean you you have a packed schedule which is a, a good problem to have so oh yeah i think you're i those... have to wait till 2025 to be on for gosh would that be my my eighth go around Something like I that. So. I meant to count. I apologize. It's okay. But I, I think it's. I like to. I like to try to play a game and just go through, not go through like backtrack the list and find that way, but like to try and remember of just like okay, what books did we talk? And it's like I always instantly know Mudpack and uh, the um, holiday special of uh, the Batman Adventures. Yeah, those and then two. I start to go. Wait, hold on. What was after that? And then um, we've done the 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 uh trio the trilogy that i uh set out for um of uh, strange apparitions uh dark detective oh, yes. and play for me and uh also until legend of the batman there we go yep so so, uh, so this i think this makes seven prior to this it was six appearances and as we all know six is good six yeah six, six, six is, is good six yes yeah, str strange apparitions <clears throat> when you called that one it still surprises me sometimes for certain stories and stuff, how long it takes for somebody to choose. Uh, and that one, I think it surprised me. I was really excited about the time that we were going to get to talk about it, but I was also surprised. I was like, wow, I don't remember what episode it was even, but however long it was, that was your third time on. And I was like, oh, wow, really? It took us this long to get to Strange Apparitions. <laughs> yeah. And that one and uh, Untold Legend of the Batman, I was yeah. surprised no one, no one claimed that one either. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm glad no one claimed it because I like talking that one. But well, hey, yes, yeah. there you go. Let's go ahead and get to the one that you did choose today because I have some. I've got some words, okay? So that, that we mutually chose. <laughs> that we mutually okay. Which which we'll get into. We'll get yeah, into. Well, you go we'll get, get into it. each other. All right, let's get let's light the candle as you said and talk a little. Uh, dreadful birthday, dear Joker. This single issue story 
uh, is Batman issue number 321. It was written by the great, and I do mean that, the great Glenn Ween, with art by uh, Walt Simonson, colors by Dick Giordano. The cover, we're going to talk about the cover. Dick, Dick Giordano uh, was the inker. Uh, Glennis Ween was the colorist. <gasps> Did they scratch her? Wait, hold on. Let me look at this. I, you're, I, I'm not going to question you. I'm just saying like, wait, hold on a second here. What did I, I know I talked, when I talked about Glenn Ween last time, wait, it was for Untold Legends. Yeah. Um, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Artists, Walt and Dick, uh, under artists. That's right. And I didn't even look under the second line. So thanks for correcting me there. Um, Glennis Ween, cause she also did the Untold Legends, Untold Legend of the Batman. There we go. Yes. Yep. Um, there we go. So, phew. You saved me there. I'd have been dodge canceled. Dodge yeah. that bettering. Yeah. Bullet, um, whatever. Uh, although it's funny that Glennis Ween in this, but on, yeah, online it says Glennis Oliver. Uh, I think. Maiden name? They were, or a remarried name maybe, because I think Glennis and Len were married. Okay. So All maybe right. I know, did too. I don't know. Let me, let me, you know, Who knows? Quick, All right. Quick. Google searching. That's what he, quick. that's what Jay does. I'm going to, I'm going to, while I do that, you can go ahead with you. All right. Let's hope I don't that. screw up any other stats. Um, let's see the cover by uh, the great Jose Luis Garcia Lopez and the cover. We're going to talk about one of the most iconic, I think Batman comic book covers, you know, it. trust us. You know, it. you've seen it before. Uh, this, this sucker what I saw online now it has a cover release of March of 1980. And what I saw online was that it was actually released in December of 1979. So a couple months ahead, which I know sometimes we're used to that sort of deal. The covering month is ahead of when it actually releases. The book obviously is available uh, physically from what I looked when I saw some things online today, it was like $30 for the issue, the original. That's actually not that's not too bad. It's available digitally. It's available on DC Universe Infinite Ultra. Uh, it's been with single issue stories all the time. It's collected in a wild a bunch of collections. So I, I can't say this is it. I've tracked down the only places it's been reprinted. But what I did see was reprinted in the greatest Joker stories ever told. And then that um, basically the Joker's 80th anniversary um, back in 2020, like the 80 years of Joker, I think, um, of the Clown Prince of Crime, the deluxe edition. And then both of those make sense. Okay. And then Tales of the Batman, Len Wein. All right, Jay, did you discover something? Yes. Uh, Glennis Oliver mm -hmm. was married to Len Wein for a time. There we go. They divorced. She returned to her maiden name in 1985, according to the Wikipedias. Okay. There we go. Uh, which version did you read for this discussion, Jay? I just pulled up the issue on DC Universe Infinite uh, Infinite. DC Infinite. 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 Are you an Ultra member? Yes, technically. Okay. So it's not I, my this... membership. It's shared membership. Because when I looked that up, I saw that I was I was kind of intrigued that it was not just the infinite. It was the infinite ultra. Um, when I looked online, I read it much like I read from the last time that we talked. My Tales of the Batman Len Wein collection. Mm, beautiful one. Beautiful. Wonderful one. book. I believe it is. Um, yeah, like a delicious 630-page collection of stories, over 630 pages from the great Len Wein, uh, one of the greatest Batman writers, in my opinion. Um, what do you remember the first when the first time was that you read the story? You know, I really don't. Really? Um, it may I want I really want to say it was when I read through that collection mm -hmm. years and years and years ago. But uh, the the Len Wein collection, but um, I don't really remember if I read the whole thing, or if I just read Untold Legend of the Batman from that, because mm. it's been so long. I, I I'm almost positive know. I read. I am almost positive I read the whole thing. Um, if it wasn't then, it may have been <laughs> flipping through, um, 
like one of the Joker ones, either mm-hmm. probably more, more likely the Joker's 80th, uh, which if I read it from there, it was specifically to read it mm-hmm. because I'd heard people talking about, you know, how how great of an issue it was and I wanted to read it. So I, mm-hmm. I you know, read it in there. Um, if it wasn't then, it was a couple of weeks ago. But I don't <laughs> think it was a couple of weeks ago because there were elements of the story that I was like, this is super familiar. So I yeah. had to have read it at least once before that. Uh, I should have mentioned that this Tales of the Batman Len Wein, as well as the 80 years of the Clown Prince of Crime and probably greatest Joker stories ever told are all available on my favorite app of all time. Hoopla. 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 Okay. Um, I I can't sit there and picture the first time that I read this. Like, I do remember I was wearing shorts mm-hmm. and it was a warm July. No, but I know I bought this book, Tales of the Batman Len Wein, as soon as it was available. Because I the first one of these that I ever bought was, uh, I always get them mixed up. I think it, so it's, yeah, Tales of the Batman and then Legends of the Dark Knight, these collections. Yeah. And the first one I bought was uh, Tales of the Batman Gene Colan. And I really liked that and exposed me to a lot of stories that I'd never read before. So anytime one of these came out, I bought it right away. And this one came out in 2014, much like I said this last time, I'm sure too. And I know when I, when I, as soon as I got this, this, like, this is one of those things that I got it and I read it. I didn't pick up anything else. I read this from beginning to end and then continued on. So somewhere in these 600 pages, when I first got this, that's when I read it. I mean, it's 600 pages of great Batman. So, you yeah, know, you could do yeah. worse. Exactly. Right. Uh, and then lastly, do you remember why and how we came around to this being your book of choice for this appearance? I think it was, it, it might have been after Untold Legend of the Batman uh, when we were still waiting to uh uh you know schedule batman elmer fudd Mm -hmm. um and we were just talking about you know what to do next and everything and you i think just pulled pulled this out and said how about how about this because um i see this cover every single day when i'm in my office oh do you yes i do because Hmm. i won a um bracket challenge for you did for a little podcast called the batman book club hey the um, batman puzzle club yes <laughs> and uh, one of the prizes you sent me was a a thousand piece puzzle uh mm-hmm. that that makes the the cover of batman 321 uh and it has a cool little poster in it so i got a little frame for that poster and hung it nice. up on my wall right here below my tom king mitch garrett's mr miracle poster and right awesome. next to my gotham city 14 miles uh little <laughs> tin sign Sweet. so um you you said uh you know hey may i make a suggestion or something along those lines and you pulled this out and i was like hey whatever we we i think we both were uh into this because you know it wouldn't be nearly as much homework not having to do you know four five yeah. six 12 issues of a story which is always great but always fun sometimes it's nice to read 17 pages of a batman story <laughs> no, and i was done. gonna say not even like a full issue of you know 22 23 pages it was you know 16 17 and i was like oh man i forgot about this i think maybe how it came about was because i kept waiting and then finally the tales of or legends of the dark knight jose luis garcia lopez book was coming out and it kept getting postponed and i might have brought that up to you and the cover of that book is the cover of this Mm. and so for whatever reason my mind was like oh yeah because you did the art for that and i'm sure you were like ryan yet again you're misinformed (laughs) uh he did not do the interior art of that he just did the cover so maybe that's how it got um put on our brains and then it was just like uh i know i've read this and i know i've read it a couple times but for some reason i'm fuzzy on it i can't tell you what all happened and so um, it was a delight to revisit. And I think when we talked about it after last time uh, you were on, I even came out and I grabbed this book off my shelf and I just sat down and read it. I was like, all right, well, I've got one reading in me um, before we record again. And then, yeah, this was this is like a piece of cake. I read this yesterday and then I read it again today. Nice. Because, nice. I mean, it really isn't that much of a time 
um time sucker um but it's not like i mean it's still a good full meal of a story which yep exactly it's 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 not like a super decompressed you know nothing happens you can read it in three minutes and be done but so and we'll get we'll get to this for sure but because there's i'm gonna bring it up so might as well just come out the gate with it this felt so much in line with the vibe of joker stories or joker episodes from batman the animated series Oh, absolutely. To where I almost like sat and like in reading this thing, they had to have adapted parts of this into an episode. It just felt way too like Batman, the animated series to me. Yeah, there. I really don't think they do, but it is very much of that vibe. I mean, it kind of helps because some of the stories that came around this time that they did adapt, like, you know, the sign of the Joker slash the laughing fish Mm -hmm. um, came, uh, uh, came from this, this era, you know, like the bronze age, the late seventies, early eighties, somewhere around there. Um, So it, it makes sense that even if it hasn't been adapted into animation, it would still feel that way because it, just kind of matches the the overall tone and and feeling of other stuff that has well and then the like a little bit of like bleeding over even if you will of strange apparitions because in that trade paperback collection the last two issues are not written by steve Englehart, but are written by len ween yeah yeah and so it's kind of it fits into that time period of like of strange apparitions i think the the art, I think, kind of blends well. The The look of the Joker when he first arrives in the story, I think, feels very Marshall Rogers' Strange Apparitions. Um, and I obviously mean that in a very positive and good way. Oh, and it co- the, the coloring is is good to where those are just things like, yeah, the, I did. I just kept thinking, like, man, this this could have been such a fun, good animated series episode. And then the dc.fandom.com, uh, always a valuable resource to go to under trivia says the dialogue on the last panel of this story between commissioner Gordon and Batman was adapted into the last scene of the episode, the laughing fish from oh. Batman, the animated series. And Makes that, sense. yeah, the, the dialogue on that Gordon says, do you think he's really gone this time, Batman? And Batman says, believe me, commissioner, I'd like to think so, but in my heart of hearts, I doubt it. Mm. There you go. It's all connected. Dramatic sting. <laughs> Dramatic sting. All right. So you kind of just, you said it a little bit, but I mean, go ahead and kick us off with like, what are you just, how do you like, what do you think of this, of this issue? I mean, it's just, I mean, like a lot of uh, issues from, from this time period, it's just a great, it's not, an issue that um, if you're reading anything leading up to it or after Mm -hmm. it, you're going to binge a lot of them because I mean, they feel like, like I said, like, like a full meal. Like you're not just getting a little appetizer nibble. It's like, I just want to read, you know, a really solid done in one Batman story. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a really solid done in one Batman story. It has, um, you know, a very fun, silly conceit behind it. Um, it has a great hook. It's Joker kidnapping people to uh <laughs> s- to celebrate his birthday. It's what it's what we love. It's what we want to see. Joker kidnapping people. Well, no, I mean it's 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 a Joker that I want to see. Really, mm. a guy who, I mean, I wouldn't go so far to say that he's not a homicidal maniac, but that's not all he is. Like he's there more for the jokes and the gags and the laughs, where you don't know if what what is going to happen at the end is he's actually going to blow up everybody on this that Mm -hmm. he's strapped to this giant cake or if they're just going to be like sparklers and streamers coming out after he gave everybody you know like a conniption fit because they were so afraid (laughs) that he was going to blow them up and that in itself was the joke um 
that's a much more interesting joker to read than someone who's just going to go around and, you know, like cut people's faces off. And that's all there is to him. Um, he, he, he's all about, he's all about the joke. It's, it's the distillation of, um, in, uh, uh, whatever happened to the Cape crusader where, the um, Joker pulls up, you know, to this, uh, the wake for Batman mm-hmm. and uh, uh, like the, the guy, you know, uh, running the door or whatever, or the valet or whatever is like terrified of the Joker and uh, Joker's just talking about something going on and on, barely paying attention to the guy. And the guy is like, you know, aren't you, aren't you going to kill me? And the Joker <laughs> said, you know, uh, you know, what would be so funny about killing you and everything? That's that's what I like about the Joker is he doesn't kill someone just to kill them. He would kill them because it's funny. He would throw mm-hmm. a pie in their face because he thinks it's funny. So I I like that, you know, it's a it's a more unpredictable, unhinged Joker, mm-hmm. uh, but still very much of the time that it came out where um this joker was just i mean a clown prince of crime and you know that's just much more interesting to me than than a joker who's just all an embodiment of evil which is just boring yeah and i think what's so with this being i mean i want to count uh flipping through 17 with this being 18 pages nothing like no panels are wasted nope but nothing feels rushed no we hop we hop into it if anything we have one page that's kind of like a description to get us get us ready you turn the page and then gordon opens up you know a letter that was left to him and you know dear gordy you are cordially commanded to be present at the joker's birthday party tomorrow evening at 9 p.m black tie optional funny hats mandatory rsvp (laughs) BYOB. Um and then I in in another great fashion of all the police officers there in that lobby just start laughing and then Joker has his entrance and he takes takes Gordon in the Joker mobile. Which and we're off and running. Which is incredible. I love yeah. the Joker mobile. <laughs> I mean, you're hearing it here first in the Batman part two. Matt Reeves is bringing in the Joker mobile, you know, it's going to zoom right down the streets of Gotham. It's going to look just like this. I (laughs) certainly hope so. Giant Joker face and a, just a bubble dome. But uh, I mean, you you mentioned Gordon and that there's 18 pages. Nothing's wasted. Um, You also get anything, you know, really you'd want from a Batman story. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a little bit of mystery here. You've got Gordon, Alfred, Robin shows up. Um, selena kyle uh, i i think uh at this point she i think was trying to be a hero so she and i think that's what was going on with her character i didn't i didn't have the time to binge this because it got me into like the oh yeah i think last time that i read this i was very much like oh i want to kind of go back and follow what is her storyline right now in this that she's just in the penthouse with alfred basically waiting for bruce and yeah she's in which we know that she is slash was catwoman because when joker busts in he's like oh selena you know and he's very aware of what she does for you know her other side but and yeah i mean she's just up there for that and she gets a little or she gives batman a little information and then she's out um yeah so i i want to you know, I kind of want to follow that. And as I flip through the book, I can see that she returns to her full getup in the uh, purple, the purple costume. So I don't know. I'll read that. <laughs> um, yeah. So off and running in perfect, like Joker fashion. So in his full getup, all I could picture was that Batman 451 cover that Brave Fogel illustrator where he's got basically he's got like a tommy gun and batman's behind him and he yeah. looks just like this that's all i could think about with this and i'm like ah oh, man that's such a fun comic book image that's also ingrained in my memory because that was 451 was one of the first comics i ever had so of course like that that was my image of the joker 
So anything that looks like that, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that's the joke. You know, <laughs> I do. I do like this look for the Joker that yeah, it looks fun. Long chin, mm-hmm. the really, really tall, wiry frame. Yeah. And yeah, the purple hat and uh, coat and everything. I love purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that looks looks great. And I think it's almost like as malleable as Batman is, Joker is almost like I may be like the same level of malleable, you know, because he fits in a lot of molds. You can get, you know, you can, this Joker by Azarello and Bermejo, that Joker, which is like rated R Joker extreme. You can get uh Batman, the brave and the bold Joker, which is Dick Sprang funny PG. You can get this Joker, which I feel is a very safe PG 13 fits very much in line with Jack Nicholson from 89, you know, and it's like, and none of those versions to me feel like, what the hell is that? That does not work. Some people with the Azarello Bermejo is like, that's not my thing. I don't like that. Um, to me, I feel like he can, he just pending the story. You can fit him to fit that mold as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've soured on the Azarello Joker mm-hmm. over the years, but I mean, I will say it's, it's the unpredictability that makes him malleable. It's yeah. yep. being able to say, okay, here's a, you know, goofy guy that just wants, you know, fish to have his smile so he can market it and mm-hmm. make money off of it versus someone who will, you know, be vengeful and everything They're they're, there are elements of what the Joker is and can be and should be, you know, in either mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So uh, even though I don't necessarily like the story or the portrayal of the Joker, I mean, I can at least see that it, you know, can fit in that mold somewhat. Whereas, like you said, this is just very much a, you know, not safe because, you know, he still wants to you know, cause yeah. harm to people and everything, but yeah. um, it's still, you know, a joker that you don't necessarily feel bad about enjoying reading about and laughing at because yeah. he is silly and wacky, but he's also dangerous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's funny to me that Batman has to hear from cops that Robin was stolen, stolen kidnapped and we get a quick little flashback but i love the total uh what was it he he stopped to help a damsel in distress yes except that damsel wasn't no lady and it the way it's drawn is as if joker took a paper bag off his head you know and that was the very uh that he just great... used lipstick to, yes. <laughs> to color the mission impossible realistic mask was actually just a paper bag all along um yeah. but i mean his his partner you know his partner's been uh kidnapped uh gordon's been kidnapped and then like we said the interaction with selena kyle's because joker takes his good old you know hot air balloon marketed with the joker uh mm-hmm. smile on it um, it crashes into the penthouse and takes Alfred too. Uh, does he? Does he kidnap Lucius? I don't think he does. He does. He's he does there, not. Which makes but, sense that he'd be there. Be there because Len Wein created Lucius Fox. But um, yeah, I think he uh, he leaves before the Joker shows up. Yeah. So what I I really like when we get to that page where. While in the crime clown's hidden ha hacienda, yes, um, I, I always that. love that. Yep, I love that <laughs> the, the ha hacienda. Um, that panel, it was like, oh, because as he starts to say of like he's gonna get people who've crossed him, and it's like Robin, Gordon, Alfred, and uh, Mark, uh, Jerry, Tom. Yeah. Like it's just a dude. <laughs> it's kind of like. I don't know. Who and then some lady in is? a yellow dress. Yep. Because um, um, they done maybe, they done them wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they were maybe they were um, former lackeys who, there you, you know, go. I mean, fitting in with the 
you know, how the Joker really is like a force of nature who can pop up anywhere. Maybe they went into like witness protection and he went and found them and uh, yeah, brought him back to celebrate his birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's there for you to create your own backstory. Yeah. Whoever you want him to be. But what follows is perfect to what you kind of have just been saying like five and ten minutes ago with the Joker. And this is absolutely what the Joker has to have in all of these different interpretations is unpredictability. And his as he says about it's not exactly the catcher's that I really wanted, but it's a pretty fair second place. (laughs) And you see the one goons laughing, but then you see another one say sheesh. And I love that next panel of like half of Joker's face in the close up with the goon behind him. And he's just like, I don't hear you laughing, Sydney. And you see that like, oh, panic. And then Joker's going to shoot him. Bang, you're dead. And then blam. And actually and like gets him on like that. Nope. Just uh, it's a fake gun. Bang, you're dead. Pops out on the flag. A little bit of relief from Sydney. And then the real boom. Blam. Excuse me. And shoots and kills him. That's such like. Bravo. That's the Joker stuff that like. That's him. Get us that and however, whatever fashion, however family friendly or however dark and evil. But like, that's the Joker. I mean, it's it's like the, uh, you know, the pencil trick in the dark night. Yep. You laugh not because it's funny, but because it's so so (laughs) unexpected and so over the top violent. Yeah. Um, Yep. That um, and this is that that same in that same kind of vein there. You know, like yeah. uh, like like you were saying, you know, has the uh, trick gun with a little bang your dead flag and it ends up being a spear gun that yeah. um, kind of gruesomely that uh, that panel where he actually shoots Sydney with it, with the blam mm-hmm. and the red kind of splattery background behind it on the sound effect, you know, is um, probably as close as they could have gotten to like a blood splatter back then. Yeah, but, uh, it's, it's it's still pretty visceral. <laughs> Yeah. And then like that next panel, there's, you know, an absence of blood. So, hey, you can let your imagination wander if you want it to. If not, hey, and then and then Joker has, and then Joker has a fun line when Robin says, you're out of your mind, Joker. And he says, gloriously. So isn't it wonderful? <laughs> yeah. isn't it wonderful? Can't you hear Mark Hamill? Oh, absolutely. I can hear Mark Hamill for this. Another reason why I was just like, yeah, this definitely animated series. This yes, this feels animated series to me. Um. All of this because he has to have this big birthday celebration and he's bringing in the whole city of Gotham because, you know, the Gotham Gazette, he's got a published little invitation of the the Harlequin always catches me off guard because you just think Harlequin, Harley Quinn, and you have to like pump the brakes, rewind. No, this was 13 years before. Harley Quinn. <laughs> Do you think that's why she's named Harley Quinn? No, no. Is after Harlequin? No, Jay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no way. Don't you stop it right there? <laughs> no, brilliant no, I... man. You've cracked the code. <laughs> no, I mean when I was flipping through it earlier, I came upon the 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 you know Gotham Dome or whatever with Harlequin, and I was like, how is Harley in this? When oh wait, never mind. Yeah, it's so crazy of how ingrained in our minds she is as a staple in Gotham and Joker, and yet you come this across just that word. Her. This preceded her by yeah. you know fifteen <laughs> years, something yeah. like that. Um, I I I like the little. But the invite or whatever, the announcement, however you want to call it, that he puts in the Gotham Gazette. The Harlequin Baking Company proudly invites all of Gotham City to sample its wares tomorrow at 9 p.m. at the Seaside Coliseum. Um, Love the fact if there's one thing nobody can resist, it's and then I mean, continues. I think that's a fun progression of story of having, you know, just two randos in Gotham finish the Joker's sentence. But it's a way to what? bring in that Batman is onto it, that Batman, you know, the Dark Knight detective that he just figures a very generous offer, except for one little detail. The Harlequin Baking Company does not exist. The Joker has finally made his first mistake. Classic Batman. 
which is a very Batman 66 line. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the Joker made one mistake, Robin. The Harlequin Baking Company does not exist. Does not exist. To the Batmobile. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Joker has finally made his first Gosh, mistake. Batman. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, I do like the woman saying, you know, about the, the Manson sounds tempting. Think we got to go who, who read it in the paper. And she says, why not? It'd be sitting through another bur- rerun of celebrity bowling. <laughs> Fun fact. First episode I ever saw of celebrity bowling. Frank Gorshin was on it. Oh, look at that. Cause it's all connected. It is um, all connected. This, the big uh, seaside Coliseum, just for some reason that makes that instantly popped in my head of the the big top in Batman Forever. Mm, um, yeah. I need to now go look up that image and see how un, how different they actually are. But for some reason, I was just like, this whole setup, lights and all that, right next, you know, right next to the you know seaside, right by the water. I'm like, oh, that makes me, it gives me Batman Forever vibe for some reason. No, 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 I, I, I totally feel. You're it. with me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the JR seal of approval. <laughs> Something that Whatever makes me, that's worth. <laughs> there's a priceless. There's two things that I question here and not things that make me like, oh, I'm going to, you know, downgrade this story now, but just questions in my head of as people start to get impatient and then the doors click shut ominously and the people are trapped inside, they start to get uh, fidgety and then abruptly their long wait is over. Hey, what's, Hey, what? It's some kind of gas coming from the air vents. So you think like, uh oh, this is where everybody, you know, the Joker, the Joker trademark, but nothing happens from it. So it kind of made me wonder of like, what was that? Hmm. That shot through, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe just, uh, you know, like a red herring. Yeah. And which maybe so. And there is darkness. And so it is maybe like, oh, okay, you're waiting for everybody's going to start. Well, I mean, it does say the paralyzing fume spread swiftly. Within seconds, there's no movement. So maybe it was just some just, just a paralyzer form a... of the Joker toxin that would just That's true. paralyze them so they wouldn't escape. Uh, <clears throat> the thing that gets me is there must not have been anything to do in the 70s for an entire city to go to a yeah. uh, an event center just to get free samples of baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> Come try our bread for free. <laughs> yes. At the, at the big old... Uh... Seaside Coliseum. Hurry, people, hurry. And it's a packed house. But Joker, you know, then the lights come back on. Um, I could kind of envision that of like being a cool piece to watch in animation or mm-hmm. something of darkness. And it comes up, lights are on, and there's Joker fully decked out and like greetings, Gotham, you know, sort of deal. And there's a big old birthday cake with everybody strapped onto it. And it kicks it's it an amazing image. <laughs> That great birthday image. cake is incredible. Yeah, with a big old Joker face right on, it on the front too. Um, and I love, I love Batman's just entrance from the darkness. You know, and the the party is over, and basically says makes a deal with them, release everybody off their candles, and you can strap me on. In which Joker gave him the I saved you the guest of honor spot, which is the top, the top candle, and then he doesn't surprisingly to me he doesn't joker doesn't have some kind of like line almost like some kind of witty line about lying he just basically says you didn't honestly believe me did you and that was kind of like usually i'm kind of used to i think in in this sort of uh vibe that joker would be like pull out his hand and he's got his fingers crossed or something like that. Instead of just being like, you didn't believe me. Did you Joker has too much fun to to say like, but it's opposite day or something like that. You know, Um, again, not a, or even something, you know, as outlandish as it's not even my birthday. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, I feel like he would have one of those. Um, But again, that's just because I read this, you know, twice and thought about, oh, okay, well, I, I actually expect it, but it's not, well, now this is a, like a, a, C, a C, maybe a C plus. No. Um, the other part that got me was when Bat, when Joker sets off that 
that candle and it is like a a rocket batman goes flying up high i kind of wonder where he goes because whatever those drawings are in that panel on page 15 like the purple on the ground i was like is that supposed to be the city is that like i know it's just shapes of like rectangles squares and stuff like that but i was trying to wrap my head around like is all this still in the yeah, in the I Coliseum. Think, I think it's in the Coliseum because, like, zooming in a little bit, it looks like stage lights, like can lights. Well, that's what I was thinking of too. And yeah, and I know I'm like, but the very next panel shows that Batman's coming down to back to where Joker's on the stage. I'm like, so it's got to be in the Coliseum, but I just couldn't figure out what all those small shapes are representing. And I'm like, I think it's still in the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, got that settled. Thank heavens. Um. Batman, obviously, he does what he does. Saves the day. Saves everybody. But then a chase ensues. Batman goes uh, water skiing um, on Joker's boat. But then in great fashion, um, Joker gets one last gag as he, you know, exchanges in a push and shove grab fight with Batman. Batman's got his hand and his hand pops out. It's the old phony hand up the sleeve gag, sucker. <laughs> Fantastic. And I love that he can't even finish his sentence as he's gloating. Yeah, well, that's the second time you've fallen for it. This and then kaboom or womb. That's yes. It. And the boat crashes, explodes. And then we get the line that we already said earlier about, you know, like, do you think he's this time he's really gone, Batman? Um which I think is another it's a good ending for Joker stories because it is like they don't write themselves into a corner because let's just say that the Joker sits for at this point, like in time, they're like he sits for 10 years. Yeah, people would just be like, well, he died in that boat accident. Yeah, he can. Nope, I got out of it <laughs> later on. That was like a that was like a quick like summary, but like no less of like a fun adventure, you know? Yeah. Cause I mean, again, there's not a lot to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more just about, you know, the Joker planning for this big party, kidnapping mm-hmm. people, Batman trying to figure out what's going on. And then Batman foiling his plans and the Joker getting away. Um, I mean, it is just more about, uh, you know, the, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you know, the real dreadful birthday for the Joker is the journey to get there and the mm-hmm. friends we made along the way. <laughs> always, <laughs> always, always. Uh, but no, I mean, it's just, it's short. It, it's not any more complex than it needs to be. There's, mm-hmm. you know, very little fat on, on the bone here. It's, uh, um, there, I mean, there's hardly anything that you know feels rushed, like you said, feels out of place. Uh, out of place. It's just a concise, you know, complete story that you can read mm-hmm. in, you know, maybe ten minutes or so, and you know, feel like you know what I read a good Batman story today, and go about your day. This is one of the greatest Joker stories ever told. They should put it in a book. Um. Or I know we we say yeah several books. Uh, I, I know we say a lot of I like we enjoy like big stories in comics that are multiple issues and everything. But then you get almost like palate cleansers, like one offs like this, where like you said, there's no homework to jump in and read this, and you don't have to read the next issue either. This is just one issue, one story. It's fun, like take it off the shelf, put it in your long box. You can grab it whenever you want. And I, I do miss those. Yeah. Um, I think right now I'm trying to think of, I think, <laughs> I think Batman Scooby-Doo mysteries have been the most consistent at that of you can pick and choose if you want. Each one is its own freaking thing. Yeah. Cause there's no overarching story in all of them. It's just, fun little comic and you can read one you could read two you could read all of them yep <clears throat> either way you're getting as many stories as you are reading issues exactly and there's something that's that's refreshing about that i think as we alluded of like you know 
<laughs> how scary time is. And as you get older, you get less time. So then it does start to feel like, oh, man, this is a new ongoing series. Oh, that's going to be a lot of work. Oh, this is only three, like a three issue black label story. Yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's only three books. Or it's know, a one shot. Like Yay. Yeah, even more so. Uh, I want to talk about the art because um, Simonson, obviously, great artist. Um, but there are some some panels in this. So there's definitely some looks uh, or some pages that to me do feel strange apparitions. Um, and then there's some in uh, that's a compliment, but there's like some close ups that happen that I'm a really big fan of in this one. And it's almost like they're they're kind of outliers. And it's at the bottom of page six of Alfred when you get almost a slightly front shot, but angled, but there's like the shading um, for the, the shadow on him. I think that stands out. Cause that just looks a little different than all the rest. I, like, I think that it's so small, but it's like, it's cool. It looks good. On, honestly, that's one of the more Simonson looks that I get from it. Mm. Uh, Cause I think Giordano, Giordano's inks, not necessarily carried a lot of the uh the visuals in this because that's not to say simonson is a bad penciler at all it's just i think that you can feel like their their styles blended together a lot so that it didn't look exactly like simonson uh who i'm mostly familiar with from like his marvel work Mm -hmm. um uh, like on thor and um everything uh everything like that Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, that definitely that that Alfred face looks very Walt Simonson. It doesn't look like it's influenced by someone else's inks. Yeah, um, I agree with you. The if you flip the page and go to page eight, there's a close up of Joker, which kind of does a similar thing with uh, some of his right side in shadow. And I think that kind of pops. And then the bottom of that page where you do get more drawing of his, like basically his nose down and his jaw. And then, like I said, alluded to with half of Joker's face and Sydney on the next page. I think that's like a really great close up drawn piece. I I love it that like those two panels there and there's several other, even that one on the next page that you Mm -hmm. mentioned earlier where it's a close up of his eye. I love that there are so many panels where the joker doesn't fit in the entire frame like yeah. something's cut off because his his face is just so long and um has so many like just angles and you know curves to it uh that it it won't fit neatly in <laughs> a box i mm-hmm. don't necessarily think that there's anything deep and profound about that but it is just you know kind of a just a really cool stylistic choice of deciding, Ooh, in this one, I'm just going to focus on his eye and you're still going to know it's the Joker or, you know, I'm going to focus on his trademark smile and his pointed chin. And um, it just looks, you know, really cool. And I, I just, I just like that. Uh, I like that a lot. Uh, I don't have much more to add on, <clears throat> the cover but i did say i was going to compliment it and how it, i think it's one of the greatest joker um or batman comic covers of all time of batman robin alfred gordon all basically on um i'm blanking at the stake like getting staked and burned uh to where i know that i saw this image a lot and it was too it was very i saw this image a lot and then noticed Oh, they're candles on a birthday cake. Because <laughs> yeah. I just saw them like burning at the stake. And I'm like, man, Joker's just setting them uh, on fire. Wow, what, a, what a an birthday image. birthday cake shaped like his face. <laughs> yes, even freaking better. Like, yeah, it's, it's just so like original. And it it just pops. And the like Joker looking at you while his madness is happening behind. It's just such a... Like, holy hell, what's going on in this issue? 
it's it's the perfect type of cover like that because it tells you a story mm-hmm. but not the complete story it hooks you and makes you want to find out why is the joker beckoning me on with his his finger you know giving like the you know come here gesture um while they're you know tied up and on this on this giant joker face birthday cake yeah. it makes you want to pick up the issue and read it yep and I said, to heck with the issue. Let me buy a 630-page book. I want to read everything. <laughs> uh, could do much worse. It could do much worse, yeah. Um, are there any other points that you want to bring up that we didn't get to? No, not really. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, it's a good, like you said, it's a palate cleanser of a comic because there's mm-hmm. not a lot to it in the best way. Yeah. You know, you, you come into it, you read it, you finish it. You had a great time. And that's really like all it needs to be. <laughs> yep. That's all I needed out of this. Um, cool. Well, let me, let me guide us now to the question segment. Ooh, of the Batman yes. book. Club. Yes. You've got a question. Jay Oz. I want to ask you, what was your favorite part of dreadful birthday? Dear Joker. Uh, I mean, I like the just overall just ridiculousness of Joker's plan. Just uh, just the I mean, you know, the I mean, it's kind of a cheat to say, you know, the the conceit behind the story, but mm-hmm. Joker kidnapping people to tie them to a big Joker themed birthday cake is just incredible. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, I do like, you know, the uh the the whole escape from it with batman like rewiring the uh the uh the candle and the the rocket and everything and Mm -hmm. then escaping from it and uh getting everybody out of harm's way uh to you know chase the joker to um uh his watery grave quote unquote a watery grave yeah but there's i mean there's nothing um there's i mean there uh, like you said there's nothing in this that isn't necessary Mm -hmm. um so everything you know works together but just you know the culmination the climax of this ridiculousness is just a lot of fun uh my favorite part (laughs) joker shooting sydney uh (laughs) That poor whole pa- that yeah, you are no Sydney. Bob the Goon. <laughs> He's <Sydney>. not. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, I it just how it starts of you just feel you could like block that second page and when he says that, but it's a pretty fair second place, and you see old Sydney say sheesh while the other one's la- laughing. You could have not seen the next page, and somebody would have said, "So how do you think this is gonna go?" And you're like, "Oh boy." And then you get to see that each panel is just great, starting with that close up of half of Joker's face and then the classic Joker move of bang, mm-hmm. you're dead and the relief of like, oh, it's not a real gun. Oh, yes, it is. Sydney. Blam. Like, I don't know. Joker to me. Joker. Yes. Joker. Kidnapping uh-huh. of Robin is really funny, too. Yes. With the, <laughs> the paper bag mask. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine never turned out very convincing as a kid. As much as I tried, it did not work. <laughs> How about your favorite panel? Favorite panel is mm-hmm. actually on page 15. Um, it's really close between um, I love like I, I always love like the um, like shadow figure effect, whatever of, you know, like that's supposed to convey like movement, like acrobatic movement, especially. So mm-hmm. I love that um the how batman like jumps from one panel into the next yeah, yeah that's yeah. really cool but i think i'm gonna give the edge to the final panel on that same page on 15 where he's just throwing three batarangs and that just looks so cool <laughs> <laughs> i just love those batarangs flying at us well jay it's because batman is so cool batman you know? is so cool. he's so cool this this was tough for me um, because that page one, not the first panel, but the bigger panel, I do love that of Gordon just walking in and through that top window on the right side, you see the bat signal is up. You mm-hmm. see that it's the lobby. And I'm like, 
man, that just looks cool. I like the coloring for that. Um, it's a really cinematic shot. It's yeah, like it's at an angle and you can see, you know, all this, uh, uh, not like a lobby or, or whatever it is, but, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's a really, really cool establishing shot. So I was very much like, I think that's it. Cause I just, I do. I like the establishment of it. And this is a Batman. You're like, Oh, look at that bat signal shining in the sky outside. Okay, this is in Gotham. But then it's like you turn the page, page three, Batman swooping in the Joker mobile mobile below. It's like no dialogue. That panel alone, you know what's going on. Batman's going to stop Joker. Okay, I love that. Oh, then you go to I'm referencing it again. Poor Sydney. That first panel on page nine. Take it with the dialogue. No other context. I don't hear you laughing, Sydney. Oh, geez, boss, I, I'm sorry. Guess I uh, forgot. You don't need anything else. And you know what the fate of Sydney. Yeah. You know, by that. And I'm just like, well, those are the three that stand out. How do I freaking pick? But I have to pick <laughs> one. And I think it's the first one. That's I think it's page. I think it's page one. It's the establishment fair. shot. Take away all text the the title the batman logo and everything that image on its own and it's just like that could be a cool one to frame and put on the wall somewhere and you're just like well yeah that's it's gotham city i don't know there's something that's just really cool about it and i constantly look out my window and i'm like damn no bat signal in the sky <laughs> maybe one day i don't know maybe maybe one day uh final question on this uh would you like to see this issue adapted in animation of course <laughs> like like we were saying earlier it feels like it should be like a animated series episode so yep. it makes perfect sense i mean now sadly with conroy's passing we couldn't do that mm -hmm. but honestly i can i can hear this as a diedrich bader batman too just from this time period it can kind of go either way with um you know the um more I mean, you know, the grounded, <clears throat> um, not like empathetic, but uh, uh, the Batman full of pathos that Conroy has, mm -hmm. but also just the very, you know, straight man Batman that Diedrich Bader brought to the Brave and the Bold. I yeah. could see it fitting well in this kind of story, too. Yeah, I think... Honestly, all it would have to change is Sydney's fate in which borrow the punching glove from the Selena moment and instead make it use it there. Yeah. And then I think this totally works for Brave and the Bold, like you just said. Yeah. You remove even... the one extremely violent, and I say extremely kind of like, eh, but that wouldn't pass for that show. And you just like switch, just switch the switch it up and then i think this could totally work in that regard or even you know have it you know shoot gas out of it or something yeah so sydney yeah, yeah. gets knocked out quote unquote. yeah <laughs> cut to him do uh mark say he's good yeah. he's fine he's yeah. good um but yeah i mean i think the best fit for it would have been the animated series um that they're not like obviously that is no more it's not going to come back in in animated show form um, but yeah, I mean, I think you can still just uh, change some things and this is like timeless too, outside of the celebrity bowling comment. Yeah. I feel like it is kind of, I mean, it's kind of timeless, which is a very strong, um, it's like a very strong characteristic of Batman stories as when the best ones are ones that they make kind of timeless because yeah, it, it even works all this time later. Even then, I know Celebrity Bowling was a show, but <laughs> even if you don't, you could still see that as a show anytime. I mean, I'm, having I'm waiting for it to happen now. I like... mean, <laughs> on, really, yeah. I mean, the fact that there's not a Celebrity Bowling show mm -hmm. revival going on these days yeah. is kind of surprising. Yep. Uh, bowling with the Stars, you know, exactly. right after Dancing with the Stars. What do you know what I mean? Uh, Jay, do you have, or I guess sometimes this can become redundant, but I mean, do you have final thoughts for, um, for this story for good old <sighs> dreadful birthday, dear Joker? No, other than I always get the, um, uh, uh, title mixed up 
because yeah. I always want to call it happy birthday dreadful joke. <laughs> it's dreadful <laughs> birthday dear joke. Uh, embarrassingly, it took me a long time to realize the play on words and how it's a song, and instead it's dreadful birthday. Like it for eh, embarrassing and how I, oh my gosh, it was there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't. No, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm glad you know we mutually came to picking this one yeah. <laughs> together. Yep. Um it's yeah, I mean it's a uh, um not to say that anything that you've been covering lately has been uh you know a drag for you or the the guests or even us listeners, but uh you know it's a nice change of pace, just a just a simple issue that you know you're in and out in no time at all and yeah you have a good time with it. I, I like I like variety. Um, what was it? It was Nosferatu last month that, you know, it took, like, I sat down and I gave it time. I gave it full focus and it was great to experience it for the first time and giving it that amount of attention. And it's like, it's so fun to go from that to this of, let me sit over here for 10 minutes and read a fun throwback Batman story. You know, it's just a great variety. And so, I mean, I echo everything that you just said. Um, this is, uh, is just a, a blast of a Batman story. Mo- multiple ways that you can get your hands on it if you haven't read it or if you have and you want to read it again and you're still listening. Um, there's a variety of ways that you can get your hands on it and read it. And I highly recommend it. Even if you have before, do it again. Yes. Because you might have missed something. Yes. <laughs> you might have missed something. Um, Jay, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Let's yes. not wait till 2025. Yeah, okay, let's, you come let's back. do this okay. again soon-ish. Okay, soon-ish, yes. <laughs> um, why don't you go ahead and... Um, well, I didn't thank you, but thank you for coming back on. And why don't you go ahead and plug away anything and everything you'd like. Thank you for having me, as always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, enjoy being a semi-frequent-ish guest on the show, talking Batman. Um, you can find me personally on different things at J-A-Y-A-W-S or at comic pause p-a-u-s-e on uh twitter instagram those kinds of things have a blog that i've kind of put a put a a, a pause in uh hey. writing semi-regular features just to just to keep them burnout i just mm-hmm. uh i've still doing some stuff like some merch reviews and everything but uh uh I stopped doing my random robin series just for a little little bit because uh i did it every week for <laughs> over a year um Woo! and again again i just didn't want it to feel like homework and feel like a chore so i'm yeah. taking a little bit of time uh but uh i'm always uh, always around happy to uh happy to talk batman other comics anything you know whatever and um uh i want to chime in and say you wrote a piece that you sent my way that um it directly related to the what do you want not directly related but like is very related to the the subject of this podcast and batman books yes um you wrote a piece on batmannews.com called um i look back at batman the animated series novels i did and what's funny is i thought i had it was a comprehensive list, but somebody shared a link to, uh, I think it's batmannovels.com, uh-huh. which has a list of uh, any DC prose work, like based on DC characters you could think of. And sure enough, there's another animated series <laughs> dying novel that I missed. Uh, you got Jay Yost. Yeah, I did get Jay <laughs> Or so, uh, sometimes um, in my seat, I call it, you got Robert Reinecke. Nah. <laughs> he he likes to send me some uh some factoids on things. And I, I I've said before it's not a slight. I love it when he does send me because it's like, hey, the more you know, and I I'm always a student, and Reineke. he'll send some kind of like, hey, here's a little nugget. Here's a little nugget. Reinekeed sounds better. Yeah, Reinekeed. Yeah, than Yaws did. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's a uh, <laughs> higher level than us all put together. So so I, I would take that more as a compliment that he wants to share the knowledge. But yep, apparently there was which which is weird because I thought like I was googling like all the mm-hmm. you know Betas novels and everything, but no, apparently there was a novelization of Batman Mystery of the Batwoman, and I missed that. 
So of course I went to eBay and ordered it and it's on its way. Um, okay, so there I'll you go. So I'll probably read that eventually and then just update the post. But yes, yes, I, I cool. did that. And um, I have a couple of other just you know, fun posts coming out soon. Like one about the uh, uh, different bat suits, uh, cinematic bat suits, just not ranking them, but going over the pros and cons of each, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to find something good and even, you know, something bad to say, something good to say about the ones that, you know, people typically don't like, like, uh, you know, I found some nice things to say about, you know, Clooney's Batman forever suit or Batman and Robin suit. Sorry. Uh, and then even, you know, some things about, uh, suits that are pretty universally liked, like, uh, you know, Keaton's first bat suit and, uh, everything. So got that. I've done some toy posts recently as well that were, uh, very popular mm. and, uh, led to, uh, even a guest spot on a Holy Batcast episode. Hey-o. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm just around. So uh, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> he's around. He's really? he's doing uh, J things. Yeah, so, J things. Doing J things. J, J. Uh, as for the Batman Book Club, you can follow it on uh, Instagram and Twitter slash X at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, sometimes some giveaways. Oh, make sure to subscribe to the Batman Book Club YouTube channel. Pete and I are going to be back in the hot seat going to No Man's Land. That's coming. So subscribe now. Frolicking and then, through No Man's yes, Land. Yes. Um, he frolics. I don't know why he protests, but we have video evidence. He's a frolicker. And it's okay, Pete. Join us. We all do. Um, Let's see what else. Oh, if you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways that you can do that. Like I said at the top of the show, patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Some new um, addition additions. Some new supporters jumped on that that I'm going to be talking about them in an upcoming episode too. So stay tuned and much appreciated for everybody who does that. Uh, tpublic.com, type in TBBC for the Batman Book Club and some cool things that you can get with that logo that Justin Kowalski created. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% A-OK. The easiest, quickest, and most impactful thing you can do to help the show is rate and review it. So whichever podcast uh place do you listen to this apple spotify amazon google iHeartRadio. just go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets the more it helps spread the word and as we all know that word is anecdotic so for jaws i am ryan lauer and until next time read my bad comics. <laughs>